The Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said, In those days after that suffering, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then the Son of Man will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree, learn its lesson. As soon as its branches become tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like someone going on a journey who, leaving home and putting the slaves in charge of their own work, commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore, keep awake. For you do not know when the Lord of the house will come. In the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn, or else coming suddenly, the Lord may find you asleep. And what I say to you, I say to all keep awake. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. We have arrived at the first Sunday of Advent. While the rest of the world has rushed on into Christmas, the church, us, we take our sweet time waiting for the baby to arrive. Part of truly taking our time means that we don't even acknowledge that there is a baby until somewhere in the late, middle, early ending of Advent. Advent begins not with the birth, but with the end of all things, incorporating suffering, darkness, watching and waiting. Now, I realize that all that's kind of a bummer. The rest of the world is ready for you to focus on gift wrap and candy canes, but the church is here to remind you to pump your brakes, to hold on. There's plenty of time for feasting once the baby arrives. Supposedly, we get 12 whole days of feasting, and the feast is much more precious and joyous when it follows the fast. Advent always begins, always, with apocalypse. Today we hear about solar eclipses and meteor showers and celestial earthquakes, the return of the Son of Man with clouds and angels, all in an unknown, unpredictable timeline. Jesus says it will happen in his generation, but it didn't. So it must be a metaphor. And every generation, including ours, becomes the next likely candidate for when Jesus returns. People love, love to look at the state of the world and assume that everything is a sign that Jesus is going to return. Everything is a signal that the world's gone to hell and Now, more than ever before, is the time for Jesus to arrive again. So the gospel warns us to beware, 
to keep alert, to stay awake. Are you familiar with the term hypervigilance? Hypervigilance is a state of heightened awareness and watchfulness. You may be hypervigilant if you're constantly on guard and on the lookout for danger, even when there is little to no risk of something bad happening. Perhaps most, most important of all is this. Hypervigilance is a symptom of trauma. People who have post-traumatic stress disorder often experience being in a state of high alert, constantly tense and on the lookout for hidden dangers that might happen. Dangers that are sometimes real, sometimes imaginary. Living in a state of hypervigilance is exhausting. Your body never lets go of the stress. It affects your heart rate, your blood pressure, and it's all linked to our mental health and the trauma that we've experienced. Now, connect these things together. When we hear about apocalypse and the gospels, you are hearing another community's response to trauma. The hypervigilant behaviors we hear about are a communal response to hardships and loss and trauma that they experience. If apocalyptic passages sound like gloom and doom to your ears, then take a moment and thank God that you haven't experienced the same trauma that others have. Because apocalypse doesn't sound like gloom and doom to communities that have experienced trauma. The words sound different, especially the first generation of disciples that were living under Roman occupation, persecution, and the impending destruction of the temple. Now remember that apocalyptic texts are in the Bible for one reason. And it's not to scare you into acting right before Jesus comes and smites you. Apocalypse is there to encourage Christian communities to faithfully endure. Apocalypse is a call to persist and to not give up while facing the pressures of an empire that is fundamentally opposed to the kingdom of God. Apocalypse says to persevere, even if it means losing your life. The words of the apocalypse express the unwavering hope that the way things are, the state of the world as it exists here and now, will come to an end. The suffering will come to an end. Oppression will come to an end. And all the evils that persist today will one day find their ending when God's justice reigns. Apocalypse says that one day the symptoms of trauma will end. Apocalypse is a reminder that everything is temporary. Even empires and systems that exist for hundreds of years will one day end. Because everything does. 
except for one thing. Jesus says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Did you hear that? Heaven and earth will pass away. The earth passing away is a given, but Jesus says not just the earth, also heaven. You may believe that heaven is the goal, the ultimate eternal place we're trying to end up, but Jesus says even heaven is temporary. It's not going to last and will not be the final thing. One thing will last longer than heaven and earth. Jesus' words. The words of Jesus are not temporary. They will remain when all else falls away. And these are the words of Jesus that will remain. Whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. I will never leave you or forsake you. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Go in peace. Do not be afraid. For God, all things are possible. Amen.